Welcome to a quick mini-sode. Mini-sode. River Heights Radio mini-sode. River Heights Radio mini-sode entitled They Did You Wrong. The Horner Sisters. Hope, I think you're taking lead on this. Do you want to tell me about these ladies? Well, talk about doing them wrong. They completely removed them. They replaced them with Allison Hoover, who was the future opera star mm. of our 1950s version. The Stratemeyer Syndicate said to Mildred Benson, please accent class in the secret of the old clock this will gain obviously more interest in the characters so make the Tophams very wealthy and accent how poor the horner sisters are and how poor abigail rowan is that's so weird people are really into class these days here's a shaw quote i like nancy does not elevate any of the beneficiaries to the class of the drew family but rather removes them as a possible burden to society when the horner sisters get money from the will all they do is buy more chickens for their farm like boost their farm up and nancy's just so happy they love their work yeah and then abigail rowan just like now can afford to live until she dies she can afford to <laughs> she can live off the floor exactly. and not die there yeah and so in this way they won't burden society anymore and isn't that nice sure is nice this american caste system we've developed <laughs> know your place the horner sisters i think are pretty cool first of all how much more sense does the way they are introduced make oh my gosh <laughs> instead of instead of nancy pulling into a dark garage and hearing a scream wondering if she <laughs> ran someone over with her car as per usual <laughs> she just pulls into a nice barn and a, a girl says oh hi you made it just before the rain and that's it yeah and she immediately kind of befriends the girl who was her age and her sister who's about four years older than her which also makes sense these are farm girls who inherited this farm and are working it but are because of that not getting to meet many other people their age so having nancy there is a welcome surprise as it would be for any of us yeah, and, and Nancy makes special note of how tastefully decorated their house is, even though you can tell they don't have very much money. There's such a sense of, boy, these girls are poor, but they're not tacky about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and uh, she tries to pay them for the tea they serve her and the cake, which is not a birthday cake in this case. It's just a cake. Which is <laughs> so, it's so funny. What could a banana cost, Nancy? $10? Mm -hmm. Like, how, what do you give? them for tea yeah and it, it's just like insulting mm. to them right which as it would be but on the other hand because benson is trying to upplay the poverty the horner sisters can come off as like very overtly like self-pitying oh man we're just so poor but we'll be okay don't worry about us well it, absolutely <laughs> it's just like if she wants to pay for this tea and on the one hand it makes no sense because it's a tea bag it's like it's just a tea bag nancy but in the next sentence the horner sisters are practically like we'll just dry out that tea bag and use it as a bed <laughs> yeah. that's a breakfast tomorrow <laughs> Yes. One of the sisters, Allie Horner, mm -hmm. is obsessed with chickens. She's <laughs> she's more the tomboy and she wants to be outdoors. She doesn't want to be cooking. She, she loves what she does. This is what my grandma, incidentally, always identified as. Of course, it's funny because Nancy immediately asks mm -hmm. when she says she keeps chickens, selling eggs? Can one make a living at that? Like, nice hobby, but what are you really doing for society? Shouldn't you be a typist? Yeah, but in the end, she sure shows Nancy because she has a ritzy, fritzy chicken farm with all sorts of really fancy chickens i mean she's gonna make big bucks big bucks <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
sorry. Why waste your inheritance on, you know, just a posh house when you could just have a lot of fancy chickens? Her sister is a dressmaker, and Nancy comes up with the brilliant idea of sneakily giving them charity by ordering a dress from her sister, even though she does not need a dress. This is this made special note of. I mean, she's if she's going to get a dress, she's going to get one from the department store with the French silks and whatnot. Not whatever sound of music drapery they're using at uh, the Horner house to well, make dresses. Well, she does make sure also to buy her own material for the dress mm-hmm. and drop it off. Mm-hmm. There's this sense of she's friends with them, but not in the same way that she's friends with Pendleton. Not in the same way she's friends with an heir. Right. She's not going to go play tennis with them. She's going to feel sorry for them and order dresses from them. Mm-hmm. So, but not eggs. Dresses specifically. Yeah, they're the Horner sisters are so cool in this book to me. Yeah. Um, I prefer someone who's living on their land and doing cool work and doing things they love. This book was written right before the stock market crash. And after the stock market crash, it became even more common and acceptable for women to be single and to live a single lifestyle to live alone to go places alone to have their own jobs what is it like for a woman in the 30s living by herself hope do you have any way of knowing well i found a bit about this vogue magazine writer from the 1930s she lived alone for many many years until she married in her 50s never was like oh you should live alone but she's like we all live alone at some point so she writes this book the guide for single women (laughs) she called it live alone and like it or else (laughs) her name was marjorie hillis and i found a easy to read mental floss article on this book dear hope i live alone what's your number one rule take care of yourself you have got to decide what kind of life you want and then make it for yourself you may think that you must do that anyway but husbands and families modify the need considerably (laughs) you're not going to be happy once you have kids try it now never 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 let yourself feel that anybody ought to do anything for you but i just feel like all the other girls are having more fun first of all you need to ban fomo (laughs) another good rule for any liver alone is not to feel hurt when mary jones doesn't ask you to her dinner party or when cousin joe fails to drop in to see you it probably wasn't convenient everybody these days is busy or thinks she or he is well hope then how do i get friends Well, what you need to do is cultivate a wide social circle. As we have already suggested, one of the great secrets of living alone successfully is not to live alone too constantly. A reasonably large circle of friends and enemies whom you can see when you want to. Does it say and enemies? (laughs) Yes. And will often see when you don't want to is an important asset. You need some topums in there with your (laughs) horners. Well, how do I get them to come over? Well, you've got to host parties. If you don't host parties, nobody's going to invite you to theirs. But Hope, I live in a chicken shed. Listen, even if your place isn't impressive, you can still feel like a grand dame if you entertain a lady living in a single bedroom with no kitchen whatsoever. In fact, with ingenuity and the things that now come out of cans, Ah! you can give her a Park Avenue dinner. But I've got nothing to do when I don't have my friends over. Let me tell you, you want to get a hobby. The first rule is to have several passionate interests. Be a communist, a stamp collector, or a ladies' aid worker if you must, but for heaven's sake, 
be something. The best options for hobbies. The hobbies your friends will appreciate most are astrology, okay. numerology, oh, yeah. palmistry, reading handwriting, and fortune telling by cards or anything else. I like these are all ways to do magic. In practicing any of these, you have to give your exclusive attention to the other person, which invariably fascinates him. Him. Well, Hope, how do I survive the cold night sleeping without a man beside me? What you need to do is make your bed luxurious. It's probably true that most people have more fun in bed than anywhere else, and we are not being vulgar. <laughs> Look upon the evening I as am. a party. If you've never liked staying in bed, we've heard that there are people like this. Persuade yourself that it's fun and keep at it till it actually is. Plan what you're going to do in advance and have all the requisites at hand. A good book or some new magazines or things you need for writing letters. And make yourself very, very comfortable, as well as as handsome as you know how. But Hope, I don't want to be alone. I want to be around other people. Yeah, but just think about how much everyone else sucks. If you live alone, you don't have to turn out your light when you want to read because somebody else wants to sleep. <gasps> and you don't have to have the light on when you want to sleep because somebody else wants to read. My God. From dusk until dawn, you can do exactly as you please. I'm free. <laughs> I'm just going to collect stamps in bed. I'm hungry. Well, make sure you eat well. It may be hard to make meals for the one only seem worth the effort. Solitary meals are a comfortably inconspicuous place to economize, but this is the wrong place, my children. You can't be great strong girls without plenty of nourishment. And there is seldom the right sort of nourishment in a meal out of the icebox. That, I mean, that's advice for today. This is just advice for being alone for being single and her point was we're all single from time to time whether through divorce or through your husband dying or you're not married yet or your husband's having an affair or he's off at work maybe he's a counterfeiter with a maybe he throws you up against walls maybe maybe he dresses like a werewolf and terrorizes i don't we haven't gotten that far yet who knows the horner sisters i think were really badass and there was no reason to sort of write them out or make them into opera singers, which made no sense. They were really cool. And it was just more about, oh, we can't show women living alone anymore. Not if they're going to be happy about it. Not if they're going to be young. The Horner Sisters, thanks for being the badass ladies of your day. I, th I think they were, in a way, like better than Nancy. Oh, absolutely. Like in terms of feminist icons. Like I know that they weren't out and about and snooping in other people's business. But, like, they were making their own way in the world. We don't know that Allie Horner wasn't solving chicken mysteries. Well, once she got her inheritance. Yeah, she had so many chickens taking down notes on where they're going. That's <laughs> odd. I mean, she did help Nancy by informing her about Gombit's chicken-stilling ways. So, more about that and how they did Gomber wrong. Thanks for tuning in to another River Heights radio minisode. I'm Carl. And I'm Hope. Until next time, go, go Wildcats. Wildcats.